in the studio, we have Greta Bond from uh, Age Concern Canterbury. She is a CEO, a Morena, and welcome to 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Really lovely to have you back in the studio. Um, so what will we be discussing today? Well, I thought um, it might be a good time to talk about lifelong learning. Awesome. I love the sounds of that. So um, I, I've just actually recently enrolled myself at some uh, learning as well, too, with Hagley. So I'm going oh, to so Hagley. Cool. Yeah, doing some yes. night classes and the painting. Um, I thought, why not? Absolutely, why not? Because I'd like to, to learn more. And um, I think this is a great chat that we're going to have today. <laughs> it's perfectly timed, Greta. Um, so what are the basic principles of some lifelong learning? Well, um, as the name suggests, um, lifelong learning, learning mm, um, proceeds <laughs> from the philosophy that learning is not limited to a certain age or necessarily to a formal education environment. You can do it anywhere, anyhow, and at any stage of your life. And I thought, because it's a new year, I thought it would be a good time to be thinking about changes that you might like to make. And I think it would be so cool if we could say what new thing can I learn this year rather than always what should I try and quit Mm. Mm. yeah absolutely so what are some of the benefits of lifelong learning Greta lifelong learning recognizes that as humans we have this natural drive to explore learn and grow and it encourages us to improve our own quality of life and sense of self-worth by paying attention to things that inspire us I think learning at all ages is firstly and probably most importantly it's fun Mm. the world's interesting and sometimes it's easy to get caught up in a kind of daily repetitive grind and learning can freshen things up a bit it's great for boredom it's good for self-confidence other benefits might include social integration and friendships but also keeping your mind sharp and I think it's constantly reminding us that the world is to be explored and there's always so much more to know about I think also um, getting outside your comfort zone which you know that, that's it for me um, for by giving this a go I feel like yeah putting one foot out of my comfort zone as, as we speak so hey if someone is interested in learning something new where do you start because I mean there's so many opportunities right yeah and I think um, have a think about what you're like as a person um, if you're a solo learner a lot of people are then there are lots of books in your library or YouTube videos for almost any skill you can think of um, some people love watching TED talks for example but um, as you've uh, explored yourself throughout Canterbury there's a huge number of classes and groups of volunteer enthusiasts for all sorts of things um, when I was um, in my later 30s I started learning to play the oboe um, and now I'm 50 and I have to say I'm, I'm not a great oboist um, by any stretch of the imagination but I have had a lot of pleasure from learning it um, possibly my husband in the house not so much <laughs> well <laughs> but, um, yeah. it could be the violin I, I, I learned the violin when I was younger and yes. uh, yeah the, the, those tones can be a little bit hard on the ears but I mean the, the benefits I'm sure that um, for yourself but also your wider family as they see you learning and growing too that's right um, I did um, needle felting for a while and um, this is where you get raw sheep's wool and you get a little stabby needle thing and yeah. you <laughs> Stab it and stab it, stab it. It's so good for the soul. And then you know, it fluffs up and you can kind of sculpt things. Oh, that's so cool. But there's so many things out there. There's you know, ballroom dancing, model ship building, sign language, or tereo. It's a great thing to yeah. learn. Book clubs, sports clubs. Um, there's a really great organisation called U3A um, that older people might be interested in. Um, it's the University of the Third Age and it specialises in educational lectures for older people. Um, I've had the privilege of talking there about age concern, but a range of topics 
focus on the schedule was amazing. Everything from Jane Austen to global warming, climate wow. science. Um, I really regretted not being able to join yet, actually, but the day I retire, I'll be signing up, that's for sure. Oh, um, that sounds fantastic. I yeah. have heard of U3A. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Um, we might share that on our Facebook page later on as well. Too, yeah, terrific. People miss that. Yeah. And um, if you're think- thinking, um, as an older person, there's something you might like to learn, but you can't think of where to start, always um, give us a call at Age Concern. Um, that's 03-366-0903. Um, we'd love to help people out in terms of finding solutions to all their problems, but um, also finding solutions to things that they can enjoy as well. Yeah, that sounds mm. wonderful. Do you have any last thoughts there, Greta? Well, um, I have a great quote, which I thought I might end up yes, with please. today. It goes like this. Commit yourself to lifelong learning. The most valuable asset you'll ever have is your mind and what you put into it. Now, that's from a very respected older, older gentleman uh, by the name of Albert Einstein. Nice. So uh, my aim from the year and my challenge to you all is be like Einstein and never stop learning. Oh, I love that quote. That is fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for coming in today. Greta Bond from Age Concern Canterbury. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. And I'll let you know how I get on with my art classes. I love to see it. I'm really excited. Yeah, and nervous amazing. at the same time. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Hey, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week. Compass FM. Compass FM with Steph. On the phone, back with us from Bell Cancer New Zealand is the wonderful Victoria Thompson. She is a Bell support nurse. Morena, Victoria, how are you? Uh, Morena, Steph. I'm very well. It is hot and sunny up here again, so life is good. <laughs> that is good. At least it's not windy because that what tends to happen up in the North Island, isn't it? Uh, yes, yes. But it's not. We've had more sunny days this summer so far than we did in the entire summer last year. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. Um, so Victoria, I can imagine for, for people who maybe have, um, I thought we'd start off with, if people have recently been diagnosed with bowel cancer and, and you know, over this festive season, uh, it seems to happen usually as we're leading into Christmas, people I think start to prioritise their health maybe a little bit more and maybe go to the doctor and then they've received the, the really tough diagnosis of you've got bowel cancer. Um, how do you cope with that at Christmas? Christmas and New Year's when everyone else is trying to celebrate and your head is just full with cotton wool trying to figure out what I can do and what support is available. Yeah, it is a tough one and unfortunately um, cancer doesn't sort of wait for seasons to be over, unfortunately. So yeah, there are people that get diagnosed in and around this time and it can be a really frustrating time as well because of course there's not always the information readily available because clinics are closed down over Christmas. Um, and so sometimes it can feel like there's a delay around what's happening and, and when am I going to find out. Um, and it is really difficult. As you said, your head would feel like it's full of cotton wool because you're trying to think of everything else other than Christmas and New Year and things like that. So it is just a case of kind of trying to take each day as it comes, enjoying the moment as much as you can, and sometimes just writing down everything that comes into your head so that when you're back in front of your doctors and your team, you've got all of your questions there ready to go. And it's really important, I think, um, if you can um, take a support person with you because um, it can be, as I'm saying, a lot to take on board. You've got those questions and then the answers are coming through maybe thick and fast and you're like, wow, okay, I didn't retain all that information. 
Yeah, that's that's a really good one, taking someone with you. Um, four ears are way better than two, and we all hear different things when, when we go to appointments and things like that. So having somebody there with you that can even just write down a few notes um, and can listen uh, a little bit more kind of in tune with what's actually being said is just incredibly helpful. Because I think you just need, um, for, for me, with uh, my husband who has gone through last year um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, so for him it was, uh, or for me actually as a support person, it was what's next? Um, and can can bowel cancer society help with the what's next questions? You know, what's the next step that um, he needs to do or I can do, uh, you know, moving forward? Because you're trying to move forward, but not too fast. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think the thing with um, bowel cancer in New Zealand is one thing that we're really strong on is we've got a lot of resources available on our website. So you can read through, you can gain some information. Um, you know, information is power when, you, when you're talking about, you know, knowing what your diagnosis is and things like that. We've also just launching um, a brand new just diagnosed pack, which is for people who have, you know, just recently had a diagnosis diagnosis that's full of information um, just to kind of get you through that first little bit where mm. everything's coming at you thick and fast yeah. and you know you just you don't quite know where to turn so there's so much available out there um, you know and as you progress through we've also got funding for counselling um, which you know having a safe space where you can talk to someone who's maybe not involved in everything yeah be really helpful um, so yeah to find out what is right for you because everyone's journey is different isn't it yes it is incredibly different there's similarities sometimes as far as things like you know treatment and some of the side effects but it's going to affect everybody differently not just physically but emotionally and spiritually and they are now as well so you know having access to other support services is really important I think it's uh, really crucial to if you have recently been diagnosed or you know someone who has been um, to reach out and ask for help uh, uh, even though it might feel incredibly overwhelming that's just another thing you feel like you have to do um, on your list of must-dos uh, and trying to get your head around um, I would feel from my perspective is getting help for your family and your friends as well too because they're going through that journey with you too. They are and they often get forgotten Steph you know um, patients tend to be the focus but it's amazing families need that support as well they need to know what's happening and how they can help out and what's going on so yeah absolutely having that support for family members close carers is, is you know paramount as well yeah to make sure that they are okay as well too you know it's is the whole thing yeah. so um victoria if you can just run through with us again uh, what are some of the symptoms that we need to look at uh, in around bowel cancer well, there's the usual ones around, you know, knowing what your normal is so that if things are out of the usual pattern for you, so if you're going more frequently or less frequently and there's pain with that, um, that is not a good thing, if, particularly if it's going on for a couple of weeks. If you've had weight loss, 
without trying. Um, you know, that's another thing to kind of be quite concerned about. If you notice any sort of bleeding when you're going to the toilet, um, either in the bowl when you're finished or on the toilet paper, it does pay to actually check, um, particularly if you've got some other things going on because you just never know. Mm. So those are the kind of things that we want people to be looking out for and having a chat with your GP if you are noticing them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for me, it was um, the, the left side of my uh, stomach felt a little bit weird and I thought, oh, I should you know, probably go and check that out. So um, just keeping in contact with your doctor. And look, I know it can be expensive, but um, if you have a community services card, there can be discounts for that too. But it is your health and uh, your life as well too. So um, be brave and go and have a chat to your doctor. Yeah, definitely. And as, as some wise person once said, please don't ever die of embarrassment. Um, go and have a chat with your GP and, you know, get these things locked into and some peace of mind for yourself. Wonderful. A pleasure as always. Thank you so much for your advice and your time today. Victoria Thompson from Bell Cancer New Zealand. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, coming on air and we will talk to you uh, next month. Awesome. Thanks, Steph. Compass FM.